Well, good morning from Northeast by Midwest. My name is Jonathan Jones. I'm here today with two of my very close friends. In the at Midwest. least in the Midwest. At least I, I think they are. I'll, I'll say what they mean to me, and who knows, maybe they'll reply. But today, I'm going to entitle this podcast Brothers from Different Mothers. So, I am here today with... Richard and Chad. Richard and Chad. And so, if you've ever had friends you grew up with, you've got stories, you've got different things. In fact, we got a little craziness today. We're at one of my friends' home, and we got a plane flying over, so you'll get a little uh, taste of the Northwest. Thus, the name of my podcast. Here it comes. Northeast by Midwest. You can even hear the plane. It's beautiful. So... There you go. Beautiful. I love it. So, Richard and Chad, um, tell us a little bit, whatever you want, about yourself, what you do, whatever, your family, just, you know, go a minute or two. Just tell us a little bit about you. If, you know, I know you, I've known you for, before we start, is it probably been 30 years, right? I know in the case of Chad and I, we were neighbors, and I'll come back to you, Rich. Yes. It's probably been, actually, probably 35 years, yeah, right? Yeah, we were about 8, 9, nine years yeah. old. Yeah, and I'll be 44, so about 35 years we've known each other. Rich, I would you... say that you and I started adventuring, not consistently, but we started the adventuring somewhere in the neighborhood of the 1990, 1991, 1992 era. Yeah, so that's 30 years ago. So, yeah, it's so so we've known each other for a long I mean, I've been gone, um, you know, I'm, I'm thankful where God brought me, but sadly for us, I've been gone now for... Can you believe it's been almost 25 years? Um, so it's been a long time. So um, who wants to start? As our, our plane comes around, we've got some crop dusting going on here. So it's actually perfect. Northwest Ohio, reminder. Uh, it's like the Lord planned it this way for us, right? So, all right. So who wants to start? All right. I'll, I'll pick. How about Chad? Tell us a little bit about yourself, whatever you want to tell us. What do you do and what are you into? Hi, I'm Chad. Um, I work at Sutter Woodward King in Archibald, Ohio. We make ready-to-assemble furniture. I work in the maintenance department uh, for doing preventative maintenance, which is basically lubricating and oiling things to make sure it runs properly. Um, Jonathan and I have known each other since we were about eight, nine years old. Uh, we were practically neighbors. And in the years that before he left, when we after graduation, we were basically brothers. We'd spend days in the summer we'd spend like practically every waking moment together in the summer and after school in the winter and we grew up and did lots of fun stuff together no doubt man a lot of memories and uh, both of these guys were uh carrie and my dad when we buried him a couple years ago so they literally are brothers in fact the, the two missy here are my own blood brothers jason and justin but sometime maybe i'll get them so well, thank you, Chad, and uh, I appreciate your friendship. I also appreciate this airplane. I think it's great. You know, a lot of you out there listening to podcasts, they have all these really cutesy little bells and things. I do real stuff like airplanes. <laughs> so, and the thing is uh, like flying like 40 feet above our heads which when is it turns pretty, around. Which is pretty cool. So, so that's, You, you that's, hope he doesn't lose an engine flying over us. That'd <laughs> that, be bad. That, well, that'd be quite a podcast, though. So, so tell us about you, Rich. Uh, uh, I work at a important things going on here that's Something right see here we'll see uh, i got a notification that there's a world war ii documentary Ooh. on my subscribed youtube channels that i listen to so go ahead tell us what youtube channel is. Uh, we got to broadcast that uh, well I, I don't know what the name of that one is no but, but what's your youtube channel um uh, well I, I i've reviewed firearms um and firearm related products on the Rook Voice. Yes. So and you should check out the Rook Voice on YouTube. Yeah. I am a subscriber. 
Yeah, so, um, but I, uh, I work at a very small custom woodworking shop. There's less than eight of us all together, less than five of us in the shop all the time. And uh, I, I work in wood, wood pre surface preparation. I am affectionately known at my, uh, in, at my shop as the director of unnecessary sawdust. <laughs> uh, I I basically spend most of my day turning boards into sawdust oh by way of um, pneumatic orbital sanding. So is that literally what they call you? That is my nice. wow. Uh, the director of unnecessary sawdust. I so. love it. I love it. Okay. So and you know obviously uh, I do the same with my kids. So in fact we're dealing with minors. We never do names, but uh, if Chad and Richard don't mind, they both have lovely wives and uh, both had two boys. And yep. So we'll leave it at that. Um, I actually interviewed my daughter a while ago, and uh, I'm very careful with uh, those that are younger, and so never gave her name and things like that. But they they both have two fine sons, and it's good to see you guys uh, living life with your wives and children. So. Um, you know, every time I come out here, I always thank God for the faithfulness that he's had in my life. And I'm reminded in my little podcast, Northeast by Midwest, because I live in the Northeast and from the Midwest. But it always brings me back to all the times we had. And, you know, ultimately a friendship that kind of spans the ages, right? I mean, in one sense, even though we all kind of wish we were 17 again, you know, we, and we can't relive it, we had some pretty good times. So I thought today it'd just be kind of fun to talk through like what makes, you know, friendship last, right? And when I have other friends, I know you guys do too, you know, but there is something special uh, when I come back to Northwest Ohio. Uh, we always try to see each other. And so I thought it'd be kind of cool for those that listen, for us to just talk about, in one sense, we make it special, but it's really just like what makes friendship friendship, right? And we're not our complete group here because the other two compadres, both my brothers, um, aren't able to be here today. But at least we've got what we could call the three amigos. How's that? So I'll share mine and then you guys tell me. One of the things that has always uh, reminded me of our friendship, and I cannot remember if you were there, I think you were, Chad, but was a time we spent at your house one night when we got bored and we started this thing called The Walk. The walk. And it became kind of like the epitome of our friendship. We did many crazy things where we would even walk all night. I can't believe our parents would let us do this. We did things like the 50 city tour, if you remember that, where we went to 50 towns in a night. And I mean, we just did, and the thing of it is, most of it was unmemorable in the sense that look, when I think of it, I don't remember Some the whole thing. I just, but what I remember is the amount of time we would spend together. And we would just walk and talk. I don't even remember half the times what we talk about. I remember moments, everything and everything. You know, the good things in our life. A lot of the talk about girls, girls sports. Women, yeah. You know, so, but when I think back, that was one of the things that kind of, I don't know, tied us together as friends, I guess. Um, but when you guys think about it, what are some, you know, memories when you think of, uh, you know, some of the things that we did, whether it's crazy things, maybe things we shouldn't have done. <laughs> I don't know. I might get myself in some trouble on here, but, uh, you know, seriously, like what makes a friendship like ours last 35, 30 years, you know? Um, so what it, comes to your mind? I'd say it boils down to two key components, loyalty and shenanigans. <laughs> Definitely loyalty. Definitely. Loyalty and shenanigans. Okay. Well, and, and I don't disagree with that, but you can't say something like that, you know me, without just defining what you mean by 
loyalty and and especially the one that curious is shenanigans um i may or i may regret asking you this but uh what what loyalty as in just the fact that we're loyal friends right i'd have your back you'd have mine um and and we weren't perfect right there were times we'd all make each other mad i don't know the amount of times i'd walk away and i'd be mad at chad or chad would be mad at me usually the way it would work is i'd be mad at you about something and then i'd tell chad and vice you know and it just it's stupid things because we're people right yeah, you know especially back in the day it was always some things like i liked a girl and you you liked her and ended or whatever or, <laughs> or somebody we'd be else. playing a game and we get mad and just you weren't playing quite right or something it was well, that was probably was always, always me i was always <laughs> pushing the limits wasn't i <laughs> it was or rules would get changed midway through the game uh, lots of power. trash talking I, yeah I, I remember i remember playing a game of pool with you jonathan oh no and you were wiping the floor or, wait no excuse me i was wiping the floor with you and you told me I could win. I could be winning if I wanted to be winning. Uh-oh, but, uh-oh. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm, I'm just playing for fun. I'm just being friendly and having fun here. But, but if I wanted to be winning, I would be winning. <laughs> oh, no. So, <laughs> that was a statement that was oh, boy. a few times. So, can you be honest and tell me, what, was I just being really prideful there and the Lord was going to make my pride go before the fall? Or what happened? I don't remember. I thought it was just a friendly game that I was being lucky at. I mean, I wouldn't have considered myself skilled in any form of billiards but but you knew me i was uh, always too competitive and 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 i you you applied that same logic to the basketball game lightning you were like you know i could be winning i would have won last game if i wanted to win last game okay so so on that one of the things i remember specifically about you and me is our madden games where i i always felt that i could crush richard and no matter what happened we probably didn't play madden now in 15 years Go ahead and tell the folks that are listening what would happen every single time we would play. Hey, do you remember, or do I need to... Tell me what year. Well, my, my recollection of the games was, usually, if I remember correctly, you would get off to a large lead, and I would do really stupid things, and by the fourth quarter, I would storm back and be within usually a touchdown, and by and large, if I remember correctly, you would beat me probably 70% of the time, and I would walk away so upset... Because I should have won, but you were just better at it, and I couldn't admit it. <laughs> well, you always chose the Browns, and I chose the Bears, so that was probably putting you at a disadvantage. That's true. Well, yeah, but it been when Cleveland was the Browns were actually the real Browns, not the Baltimore Ravens. Yes, so yes. we actually had the good Browns back then. Yeah, not so we'll the dysfunctional to, team yeah. we have now. And I don't know why, Chad. You and I just <laughs> never played a lot of Madden together, no. you know. But um, we used to play uh, play it on the Sega way back in the day, and. I always stunk okay. at it, so... Okay, so I want to come back. So, so that's sort of like the loyalty you're talking about, though, right? We could... but And then we'll come over to Chad. Talk me through, when you think of shenanigans, there, there are a few I, I'd probably be ashamed of, but, you know, just what what comes to your mind when you think of shenanigans? What kind of things did, did we do um, that, that you can share on here? <laughs> well, I, I would say that shenanigans um, is probably just the the realization of youth that you know you don't you, um as as young people you make poor decisions no. you don't you don't know they're poor decisions until later but um <laughs> you got some age and wisdom. Yeah, yeah yeah and um i'm not saying that we did this but <laughs> uh if teenagers were to on a long walk and um in the middle of the night if they happen to have a backpack full of fireworks and start shooting some of them at a girl's house that 
some of them might have liked at the time. Do you mean like bottle rockets? Or yeah, bottle like rockets. Um, because nothing, I, I nothing, have this, nothing I have, big. I mean, like we're I talking. I have this just, special memory of bottle rockets almost burning someone, but maybe that wasn't with you. Yeah, I, I, I mean, like, and uh, you know, you, you don't you don't think about stuff like that as a kid. Like, you know, I mean, like we could have died. They, well, <laughs> you could have started a, a fire that you didn't intend to. You could burn down the house of the the girl that that several of us kind of might have had a thing for and. But but you know, in our minds, you yeah, know, when you like a girl, you shoot bottle rockets at her house. Right. Well, because and that and, makes, that makes mean, a lot know, of sense. You're Absolutely. you're there. It's the middle of the night. You got a backpack full of fireworks. So what else are you going to do? I mean, I don't know what options we really had. I mean, yeah. Well, as I think back on that, I that that young guy that I used to be, I don't know if I remember him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're right. So shenanigans like that. Can you think of any others? Uh, let's see here. I mean, I, I, I remember multiple times we would go on walks and park a car like at Lockport Church. And yes. we would walk from Archbold, which is about five miles, maybe six, oh, maybe seven. Than that, oh, it was eight. way farther than that. That was like I, a 10 or 12. Well, anyway, and, and we, would, <laughs> we would walk all the way there. Yeah, it, and, uh, it was, your youngest brother was mad that one year because he wanted to go. And yeah. didn't leave till like 10 o'clock. And, and we used letter. to record these conversations um, yeah, before and, the and, iPhone. You know, in in hindsight, after I mean, it didn't take long. You know, you'd, you'd start listening to the to the audio recording, and you would you 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 knew what happened. But if you didn't know what happened, if you weren't there and you were just listening to the audio, um, there'd be times you know you're 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 guys. So I mean, if you're if you're if you're walking in the dark and you it's in the country and you you have to relieve yourself, you just. You just go to the bathroom. Yeah, you, you, you relieve but then, yourself. But then as you're recording, you would make a yeah, comment but the like, guy, hey, can but, you hold it? Yeah, but the guy who's holding the <laughs> holding the, um, the, the the cassette recorder, I mean, it, when, when you're listening back to it, you don't know what happened, and you hear the words, here, can you hold this? I have to pee. I will never forget my mother catching that and asking the question that we all were stunned with, which was, hold what? Uh-huh. Well, it was pretty obvious those of us were there that it was the recording device. But if you weren't there, it was not as obvious and could be taken the wrong way. Yeah, it could be so, okay, the... so I think you've outlined and, you know, c- consistently for anyone that, that thinks that now as I, I work as a pastor that I was perfect in the past, which obviously I wasn't and I'm not now. But we did many things <laughs> that were pretty wild. But just typical things, boys will be boys, right? Yeah. And, uh, and we had, you know, to be honest with you guys, when, when I think... If I was to, and then I want to go to Chad, not that I want to cut you off, because we'll come back to give you a few minutes to think about it, but I think loyalty and shenanigans, when I think of specificity, I think of walks, I think of fun, and the other thing I think of time, because to, to make, I've had, I have friends that I've made quickly, but to make the kind of friendships that we have, we just spent oodles and oodles of time. You know, I think of the times when I had Fridays off, and... Chad would have worked all night and he would come over and I would stay up all night at Camp Crusade for Christ. C-C-C-N-S-S-E-C. I think I got it right or close. And we'd run to Toledo. I was talking to my mom about today. I'd come back and take a nap. Then you'd get off work. We'd run back to Toledo. Sometimes we'd run back and go back again. You know, I'm just... I can recall recall going to Toledo Mm. from Archbold 
three times in a weekend That's right. on average. Yeah. yeah. And, and for those of us on here that don't know, imagine uh, where we're actually at today is Wasian. Um, we're in Wasian, Ohio. It's about a 40, 45 minute, 50 yeah, minute so we're drive driving, one you know, way. One way. And so and we're, we're doing that you know, multiple times a week. But weekend. gas back then was what, 95 cents to a dollar? What's dollar gas now? It's, it's four bucks here in Ohio. Where I live, it's uh, 460. And so, it was yeah. five dollars in the UP a couple weeks ago. Right, exactly. So. All right, so we'll come back. So when you think of loyalty, you, you, you think of loyalty, you think of shenanigans. Um, uh, agreed, I think of the walk, I think of fun, I think of time. Chad, what comes to your mind? You know, whether it's, uh, when you think of what's kind of stood the test of time in our relationship, um, whether it's some moments, what can you, uh, what comes to your mind? Definitely loyalty. And it would have to be, especially for you, Jonathan, I was very introverted, I'm a very shy person. When you guys moved in, it was barely... I don't mm-hmm. even know if you guys were totally moved into the house when you, yeah. you grew up in the Yeah. It was, I was out playing. Another neighbor of ours, he was about our age, Bill Connors. I was over there playing. Yeah. You guys okay. come over and started playing, and then it was just like instantaneous. You just like invited me to be like part of the family, you know. It was yeah. the openness that you had shared to, to willingness to accept a shy mm-hmm. little nerd as I was when I was a little kid to be a friend and it didn't matter that I was small, short, slow, weak, unathletic. You still made the games where we played yep. backyard mud super super bowls and oh. 20 degree snow weather and they'd be epic. <laughs> and, and being honest just between the, the three of us, you know, when, when it came to athleticism, um, you know, the Jones boys by and large probably uh, a, a little superior to both of you in athletics. Not that you guys weren't, you know, you, but neither one of you absolutely loved sports like we did. And one of the things I always appreciated, and I'm just saying this genuinely about both of you, is I know, I think it probably worked, Chad, of the three of us, you were probably the least interested in sports <laughs> that are here. Yep. Richard, yeah. you know, you had some interest, but both of you guys did what friends do. And I think, I, I hope that's what you're saying. If not, then, you know, I, I wasn't a perfect friend. We did what you did. You know, I remember, to be honest with you, I was never really into video games and toys a lot till I met you, Richard. And I still don't, frankly, like t- Star Trek a whole lot. But because you <laughs> love Star Trek, yeah, I started to love Star Trek. Now, I've got a daughter who loves Star Wars. Oh. And, uh, yeah, but my, okay. my oldest, you know. I like it. She loves it, you know. So, yeah. And, and you know what, Chad? I think that's what makes good friends, right? Is just being there. And I think that Bible verse, we love God because God first loved us. Good friendships are about being... My dad always used to say, don't worry about meeting the right person, worry about being the right person, you know? And I think, isn't it too bad when we think of a lot of friendships in life that uh, people just, I don't know, kind of throw them away? So, yeah. What else? What else comes to your mind? Do you think of any moments or, like, memories that... What was one of you with me when I got sand in my eyes in my car? Do you remember that? Or was that just me and one of my brothers? I don't remember that. Okay. I know we you would spend many 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 hours playing uh risk oh yeah especially after your, the uh incident when you had your foot run yes. over when you were delivering newspapers you were mm. laid up for a long time we would spend days playing risk and we would actually like leave the board game set up for like days and we just keep playing the same game and, for days and we all have different memories of that um i i feel like it was usually chad or Jason, or sometimes you. I feel like when we first started, I won a couple games, but then I was always the perennial loser, which I hated. 
And I would just usually like give up and try to help whoever was the worst because it'd make me so mad. But I'm trying to remember who was kind of like the king of risk <coughs> back as we finished. I, you know, I, it's been years since we played it. Um, well, it used to be like when we played, like when we first started playing, it was to win. But then it turned progressed into like we're just playing to have fun and yeah. just kind of play. And it was more of we're playing the game so we can get together to actually bond yeah. and hang out and talk about things that we're dealing with in life. <clears throat> what girl, right. like, especially back in the day, what girls we were interested in and how to yeah. Yeah. interact and whatnot. Or, hey, what are we going to do next weekend? There's this concert. Right. We want to go do this or yeah. Yeah. whatever. It was it was more of the, yeah. the uh, what do you want to call it? the uh kind of like the uh, uh your kindling yeah it was the thing that brought us together for it was what created for the, the day fire. it was yeah that's right i, I think together. i don't know does it make sense to you guys when, when i think maybe if i was to pick a word i'll back up i almost feel like maybe in our friendship even with my brothers because one of the things we should probably explain here is it was really the four of us it was jason you guys and me justin was kind of always the tag along my youngest brother and then He's kind of since been accepted because he became an adult, and uh, you know. Cool. But, he had to replace you when you yeah, left Ohio. Yeah, I know. So. Yeah, for those of you, yeah, when I left Ohio, that's true. He had to be replaced. I had to be replaced. Um, but I feel like flexibility. That's something we don't think about a lot in friendship. But the reality is, we all had very different interests, right? Like, I mean, today when you even think of the three of us, you guys both do jobs uh, in, in manufacturing of a sort. Mm-hmm. Frankly, I think we all know I would be terrible at those. That's just not me. Uh, I work as a pastor. You know, both my brothers are in sales. I mean, we are very, very <coughs> different people. If you were to put it on paper and people to say the five of us were friends. They'd be like, how in the world do you yeah. five get together? So, I, I, you know, outside of the Lord, I feel like, I mean, obviously God, I think, puts people in positions, right? And I think he really brought us all together. But um, I feel like flexibility. Like, we just learning, I don't know how many times we'd all be frustrated. I remember times and I'd be like, Rich, let's go to Toledo. And you'd be like, not again. Or you'd be like, oh, let's go to Toledo, right? Remember how many times we went to Yes FM? <laughs> yeah. You know, and I mean, isn't that what friendship's about? I mean, it was almost kind of like training for marriage, right? You know, the Bible talks about loving your wife as Christ loved the church. And, you know, you, you kind of learn that as friends, right? If you're really going to be a good friend, you got to learn to love your friends with their inadequacies. And you guys were, frankly, great at that with me because I'm sure I presented quite a few of them. Um, we all had our own. We did. <clears throat> struggles and so I'm gonna give you two stories maybe it'll jog something and then I'll uh because I know we don't have forever time here but I want you guys to kind of close with maybe a couple of other snapshots of what our friendship has looked like um the one story unfortunately Chad doesn't involve you but it was our senior trip Richard with you me and my brother Jason which we really need to recreate someday we yeah. went from here to Buffalo New York um and stayed at Niagara Falls for as I recall I think it was two nights could have been three, but I think it was two. Then we drove two. to Boston, and uh, we, we found some... We stopped in Hershey, Pennsylvania. We did. We stopped in Hershey. We went to Virginia Beach, where my brother immediately pushed me in the pool, clothes and all. And we had quite a few shenanigans been here and there, where we had a parent who will remain unnamed who wanted us to fly back from Logan Airport. Little did I know that would end up becoming the future where I'd spend, not too far from there, two hours north, the uh, rest of my life, probably, if that's what God allows. Um, but that, that particular trip... Um, will live in infamy for me just because of the amount of time we spent. You know, I'll never forget Jason and I getting into an argument down in Washington, D.C. and having to go around the, the loop down there twice. That was epic. And some other recordings that landed on machines that probably never should have. But anyway, always learn to shut your cell phones off. Hang on. Yeah. Um, and, and 
yeah hit buttons. hit end and so we <laughs> um and and you know when i think on the other side uh, you know chad um i can't think of that i mean we lived right across from each other and then you guys you know ended up moving a little bit later but i laura and i were just talking about a trip that's actually more recent but it was you my mom and dad and justin and me and laura we went to chicago and mackinac island and you had just said you went and that trip it was funny because laura and i had such a great time on that trip that um when we just flew into chicago to come out here and that's part of what i wanted to do today with the guys we were like you know what we've seen chicago and i want to go back but we had such a great time you remember that that was awesome and so i mean so someday not just for the podcast we got to recreate this we got to figure out a time to see if we can get my brothers and you know do one of these but i mean those are the kind of things just we live life together right um you know we were all uh, there for each other and our, our weddings and you know for the most part uh, deaths in the family so i don't know i just i appreciate you guys and appreciate your friendship so those are two things there, there's a million more i mean how do you share them all but those are We'd those are two that, well yeah we would be so i don't know what else can you guys think of any other uh any other things you'd like to share i mean one other one i think of i don't remember chad came but i remember you came out for an ohio state game where yes. uh, I didn't have a good TV. Were you? You were there, right? Yes. Yeah. And Jason, <laughs> I didn't have a nice TV big enough, so he buys me a new TV, and we sit there. I believe, I believe, as Ohio State finally crushed Michigan, because yes. for those of us that are here, uh, we we hate the devil, we hate sin, and we hate Michigan, right? Sorry, yeah. but that's just the way it is. True so, story. True story. That was also the night that uh, we were on our way to your place, and we got your house about what, three o'clock in the morning, some ridiculous times. It was like nine hour drive. Oh, yeah. And we kind of heard on the radio late at night, 10 or 11 on the radio, about a fight at a basketball game. And we're like, what in the world? So we get to your place, and we turn on ESPN just to see what happened. And that was when they had the malice at the palace. Back oh, in Detroit, that's right. they had the guy get a beer bottle thrown at him, and they had a big fight with the that's fans. Right. That's right. Wow. I remember that, cause just because that. I was like, what? Wow. So we're, Chad's taking us back late 90s, early 2000. Uh, Y2K, anyone? But anyway, I digress. So... <clears throat> Since then, there's been a few things uh, under the, you know, we've all been married, we've all got kids, and uh, went through this thing called COVID. I mean, my gracious, man, a lot of uh, a lot of time behind, but uh, a lot of great memories. So, awesome. Can you think of any others, Rich, you want to share? There, there's one more I'll share when I when I close about Lake James that I know you were with me. Uh, yeah, I don't think yeah. Chad was. Or maybe you can... I. I, I don't think he was there. Was Maybe. he there? I don't know. Well, Might go ahead. T- tell everybody about our Lake, Lake James brilliant Jonathan Jones idea that was All not right. so brilliant. So, there was a, there, there, I believe it still exists even, there is a, um, a Christian uh, youth camp, and it's called Lake James, and it's on a lake called Lake James, and we would rent this thing in the fall for JV getaway, and in the wintertime for the high school and it would be winter retreat and i believe this was a high school experience um we probably would have been 15 16 ish at the time and it was winter and the lake was obviously frozen over and so several of us got it in our heads that well we've got some ice skates let's go ice skating so we get out i I didn't have ice skates that i wanted to wear so i just kind of walked out on the ice with my with my shoes and, uh, you know, we got probably a good 50, 100 feet away from shore. And I'm not sure who it was. It might have been you, Jonathan. But somebody at one point made the battle cry, let's skate across the lake. Which, 
<laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not super well versed on the the, the geographics of the lake, but I'm going to guess that it's at least a mile, mile and a half across where we were going to Pokagon. Yeah, yeah, this is Pokagon in National State Park. This is in Indiana for those. That, yeah, and uh, I had broke my camera. I was taking pictures. I dropped it. The little camera, uh, the the battery cover came off, and it's it was gone. I was kind of disheartened about that, and. I, I, I didn't have ice skates, so I decided not to go all the way across, so I started going back. And on my way back, there was a, a, one of the counselors that had come back, and she, she was waving her arms, screaming, get back here, get back here, and I was already on my way back. When I got there, I got a nice <laughs> earful about, like, why are you guys out on the, the lake? We don't know what the, the thickness of the ice is. What if you guys would have fallen through? Where's everybody else? And I had to be the one to break the, the news that, well, they're on their way to Pokagon. I love it. <laughs> so, that wasn't for the story. But... Uh, Jonathan's dad, uh, who was pretty much the big cheese at, at this place, he was, um, he was uh, in charge of the whole thing. He, he drove around the lake to Pokagon. By the time he got there, uh, Jonathan and the, the, the crew of skaters had gotten there and turned around and started making their way back. So he missed them. And uh, by the time he got back, there was, by the time Jonathan and the ice skating crew got back to Lake James, there uh, there was a, a host of angry adults uh, waiting for them. And they were drugged into a conference room and they were read the riot act. It was, it was legit... Uh, trouble that they were in and uh, Rick looked at me and said you should be grateful that you didn't go all the way with them but you were still out there with them so go sit down with them so yeah yeah uh, well and and actually one of the one of the other things was we had another friend that was named Jonathan Jonathan Font and he decided at, at some point in the trip, I want to say it was somewhere on the on the return trip, that it would be more um, more economical to it was more efficient to take the skates off and walk in his socks because the skates apparently were too small and he had had enough the, the trip there and then part of the way back he was just his feet were hurt and so he walked the rest of the mile or so in his socks on the ice and when rick saw that he ran up to him poked him in the foot and said can you feel that and jonathan said well yeah he said good get in the conference room yes so it was it was quite the it was quite the ordeal and from there i mean every once in a while the the, the few of us that were out on that we would um we would war cry skate to pokagan skate to pokagan <laughs> and and let's just say it is literally the grace of god that my parents let me live after that uh, because honestly looking back um the fact that we would walk over a mile and a half on frozen ice without telling anybody where we were going without telling where we were going is something typically that and i'm trying to remember we're probably 15 yeah. 14 not one of the most brilliant moves in my life ever probably one of the worst moves potentially and really dangerous being on a lake that big not understanding how thick the ice is and yeah there was ice so, fishing so i mean if you, you get too close to a hole that's oh, yeah. frozen over that wasn't quite stable and, and, and we had a few seven eight year olds i don't remember if justin was with us on that walk or not uh, I, I don't know either but anyway do you remember that chad no i wasn't okay there for that. i don't think you were there mm-hmm. for that but 
You know, we spent so many times with my dad working with Youth for Christ. You know, you think of basketball tournaments and different things we did. I don't know if you guys went. I can't even remember it, a couple of the NBA games, but we all went to Cedar Point how many times together? Yep. And uh, screamed our hearts out and, you know, looked at all the pretty girls and things that, you know. Anyway, uh, we, we, we spent uh, quite a bit of time. Uh, yeah, thanks for sharing that, Rich. That's... <laughs> That's, I don't know if that's one of my best memories, um, but uh, that was... Uh, usually the ones that, you, that either are super exciting or the ones where you get in trouble, those are usually the memories that you really remember because... They are. <laughs> they are. And, and you know, we, we, we would also... We, we were very classic at inventing things to do, kind of like our idea of the walk. We had a bunch of weird and crazy games we'd invent. I remember taking... Richard, I don't know if you, you were part of this, but I know Chad suffered much through this probably, but many of our you know who wants to just go play baseball none of us are really great baseball players anyway so we invented what we called tennis ball which was we'd go up and play tennis and when we got bored we'd take the tennis rackets and the tennis balls because none of us could hit it out of the baseball park in archibald and but we could hit tennis balls out and so <laughs> we would go up there and pretend to be mark mcguire and barry bonds and uh you know, and then people that actually would come and play real baseball would come, and we would ashamedly leave. But <laughs> not to mention uh, many of our soccer escapades. And the, the final one we were talking about, and then chat out if you have any final thoughts. And we could go all day. I don't want to stop you guys, but um, is uh, I was thinking that we used to have football parties uh, for my, like specifically my birthday, but you guys would have a few too, and we'd have a lot of friends over. And we were just joking before we were enjoying breakfast. Richard made us a phenomenal breakfast day didn't you chad absolutely thank you richard it was awesome um but we would have these football games and i mean you've got 15 16 17 year old boys anywhere between 160 and a few of us pushing 200 pounds right and some of us as small as 100 pounds aka chad um (laughs) beating the fire out of each other no helmets no shoulders all contact Full contact. Put it, each other in the hospital, or should have put each other and, in and the hospital. And we were just talking kind of about how gracious God was. And then we would used to do this on a Saturday, and then my dad would preach on Sunday, and we would all be, like, nodding our heads because, you know, typical teenage boys. Uh, stay up till 3 o'clock oh, in the morning. at least. Some guys would stay up all night. So. That was actually my first introduction to Chad. Uh, we were playing. Chad was late to the game. I don't know if he was what, what he was up to, but he was, he was arriving, and he showed up in a silver... Uh, what was that a Ford, Ford Tempo? Tempo. Yep. Ford Tempo, four-door Ford Tempo. Wow! And every, everybody stopped and was like, "He's here! He's here!" And John said, "You guys are in trouble. Chad's here now." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh! <laughs> You're there's, some, there's some big dudes out here on this field, and if we all just stopped to to watch this new guy arrive, and they're all carrying on about how we're all in trouble. I mean, and there were some big dudes out here, and." Here comes this guy, <laughs> and I think it was a Carhartt coat and a, a sh- and, and a and a um, Cleveland Browns hat, and I was like, this dude must really have some magical abilities because he's he he, he 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 doesn't have the football stature that you would no use all of this enthusiasm to describe him as he's coming out. But but it was the it was the bond it was the friendship it was I mean yep. like everybody was excited to the, see the, him the, get the, the there. Chad was there and, and yeah. it wasn't because of his athletic abilities and his uh, I mean like his 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 talent at football it was because that was a good dude 
and he just got here. That's right. Yep. And, 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 you know, Chad, you know, you weren't uh, a terrible athlete. You really weren't. You were better than a lot. But as far as most of us there that were just really into sports, that's what's yep. your thing. I mean, what, what I found interesting about both you guys that I remember when we first met was you both were trying to figure out. So we had a plane to start. Now we've got uh, maybe a little lawn mowing. So this is the perfect Northwest Ohio, you know, recording here for us. Yep. Um, but, you know, you guys really kind of were trying to figure each other out. And I don't know what it was that made you two connect, but I remember for me what made the connection was you both were drummers. And when I figured that out, I I couldn't have thought of two guys that were more uniquely the diff, different, and yet I was like, all right. And I think maybe that's what hit you guys off as friends also. I don't know. You know, maybe there were other things, but yeah, that's that's right, man. I mean... I think it's a perfect example because one of the things, and, and it's still this way, is I can be me and you guys can be you. And, uh, you know, my brothers, you know, we, we had so many, uh, and still do, so many great memories, um, you know, of the of the five of us. What's funny is, though, just because of life, either Justin was too young and so it was the four of us with Jason, or there were times when, Rich, it was just you and me, or you and me, Chad. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. the last 25 years, which has kind of hurt my heart, but it is what it is. God calls me where he calls me. Now a lot of times it's you guys and my brothers or one of them <laughs> or, you know, whatever. So, all right. Any other closing thoughts? Or I mean, we could go on all day, but anything else you guys can think of? I just, I think we just bonded and we all had the openness yeah. to coming from small communities and stuff. I and mean, you That's guys right. were both homeschool. I was public school and yeah. I was picked on in school. You guys always... Yeah. welcomed me open arms and stuff we all just yeah. lived life and we accepted right. each other for who we are we've grown to love each other as brothers practically right. I consider brother you guys brothers even though we don't hang out all the time or very often and we all have stuff going on in our lives we ain't always agree with what the other one's doing in life or what choices we make but yet we still love each other and that's right. we don't turn our backs on each other because we are brothers, and that's right. Doesn't matter what they say on our DNA tests or whatever, or biological parents. We are brothers from different mothers, and yeah. I'm not sure how it hasn't come up yet, but uh, we had a we had a name for our group. Well, I was and, waiting, and um, <clears throat> we would refer to ourselves, the four of us, as the head council. Yes. Yes. So, and would you mind unveiling the names or the aliases of the what, four head council members? Uh, Jonathan was the president. No, was Jonathan? No, Jason was. Jason the was the president. I was the the head of security. Chad was the keeper of time. Absolutely. And Jonathan was the womanizer. <laughs> <laughs> Which, for my poor wife who may not listen to this, <laughs> I'm not sure how I got the name for that. Or maybe Jason was the womanizer. I, was, I think that you were. Were I? Yeah, you were the was I? Okay. Yeah, I probably was. Huh. I, I think it was more ironical yeah, than, like, anything, than, yeah. than it was that you had earned and, the and name. And you also gave us names, though. Like, I, I, was, I think I was Ethan Hunt, wasn't yeah, I, from yeah. uh, Mission Impossible? And Yeah. I don't remember. I, I actually still have. I, we, made, we made ourselves little ID cards. Yes. I still have mine in a box upstairs. I still have mine, actually. In I have my no office. idea where mine's at. Okay, well. Yeah. We got, we, we've got the real version here, so. Yeah. yeah. So, um, because I always like to do this with anybody I interview, um, you know, and this isn't really an interview as much as it is a conversation. That's usually how I do it. If you had to pick, like, one person in the Bible that's kind of the one that you walk with, and I know that's hard to say, so if you want, pick a couple as we close. You know, like, for me, it's usually, it can vary day to day, but it's like Moses, David, you know, um, 
but even more importantly, like, uh, like your sort of your verse that you go to in the Bible, that's kind of like your thing. Like for me, probably my life verse is Titus three, five, which says not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but by his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration renewal of the Holy ghost. That's, that's probably like one of my favorite verses in the Bible. Um, but if you had, you know, and I know we're putting you on the spot. I didn't tell you to ask you this. So if you can't, it's okay. But if you think of like a person that you say, yeah, this is kind of somebody that's walked through a lot of, who would it be for you guys? And do you have like a verse you think of, or maybe it's a book of the Bible. I, um, I'm not sure if this is exactly the, the answering the question that you, that you're asking, but if I were to, like, um, you said walking with, um, somebody that I kind of find, kind of fun especially for his situation would be the prophet nathan mm. and um yeah. I, I always liked him i consider myself kind of a sarcastic uh kind of guy that can throw some clever zings out there yeah and i always thought that when he came to david and he was like there was a guy and he had these sheep and he, yeah. this other guy he he had all these sheep and he stole this guy's sheep and david he he got david all spun up and like you bring that guy to me right now. I'm going to take care of this situation. And David's like, that was you. Yeah. I mean, and, and, <laughs> and his analogy that he was able to convey the, the, the situation and the reality of it to mm. David in a way that actually, I mean, like really stirred David up. Yeah. I mean, just that analogy um, and getting him, to, manipulating the story in a way that David, as soon as he realized it just clicked that's that right. that's what was going on that i i kind of i like doing that kind of stuff so i really like that that story awesome. that passage. i love that i love that how about you chad thanks rick <sighs> just doing some thinking here you kind of put me on the spot i wasn't really thinking about it i'd have to say i haven't always been the perfect christian i've not always in the bible mm-hmm. i haven't gone to church for a long time just recently the last couple of years i've been faithfully going to church actually serving in a position at church to a volunteer position and uh <clears throat> since i've been back going to church i've been actually been in the bible reading through and just sitting here thinking i remember as i'm reading through the bible in the old testament when david before he's become king he's being he's actually had to be leave uh, israel he's hiding out because king saul's trying to kill him mm-hmm. and he's like there he's being faithful to God but he's being attacked and he's mm-hmm. constantly on run and it, yeah. it kind of reminds me of sometimes in life when especially yeah. when I was younger before I even met my wife I was living alone wasn't dating anybody and seeing you getting married and the other brothers married and stuff and it just I always felt like I don't know what's going on in life I don't yeah. struggle to see I want to be married I want to have a family I want to have kids and yeah. didn't know where life was leading me and, and just always felt like there was something chasing me almost and it was so i kind of feel like i understand like david as he's being chased through the wilderness through the through all the different things he had to deal with and and stuff and i kind of relate to how he had to live life he's like i know god's going to take care of this but it's like how is he going to take care of this and i know he's lord's going to deal with it and handle things but it's like yeah i don't know how and it's just always always a struggle to kind of understand yeah how that is and uh, now that i'm 43 i've kind of been married for 12 years 13 years almost he's 43 he's old man i know i'm old 
and working at Souders for 25 years now, yeah. you know, just last week, that I've started to realize that in my age and that I don't need to understand what's going to happen in life. Mm-hmm. It's already been taken care of. I just need to live life. Right. Not stupidly and doing dumb things, but understand that things in life, you think you get it figured out and settled, and that's usually when God decides he needs to flip the script on you some, right. so yeah. to speak, and throws curveballs. And that's right. it's more of how you <clears throat> deal with things and understand, hey, you know, I can't control anything. I just, I can control, hey, I go to work, I do my job, take care of my family. Right. That kind of stuff, but anything outside of that, I can't control if I get sick, I can't control when I die, I can't control when Richard comes over to hang out, or vice versa. I can control what I can control, and I've learned that I need to let go of what I can't control, and that's a thing that you have to constantly work on, but as I get older, the more I understand Mm -hmm. that part of life, and that's helped me understand a little bit more in my faith that you have to (laughs) really and that's especially being a parent yeah it's watching your kids grow up and they've got to deal with stuff it's like there's times you want to deal i'm just going to do it i can't do that they've got to learn how to do it for themselves but yet i still got to support them in that and oh that's great (laughs) oh thank you thank you both you know i i was thinking in my own faith journey like it's interesting you both mentioned David. You from the prophetic standpoint of Nathan, you from David's life, and both of those have ministered to me. And part of the reason I always mention Moses, I mean, there's a bunch more people, and I feel like a lot of times in my life I'm Moses. You know, you guys were there when I broke my foot. I am 100% convinced God broke my foot because I didn't want to break. I just, um, I, I didn't want to break. I didn't want to surrender. And God has all throughout my life has had to send me markers uh, to say, you know what, Jonathan, I'm going to break you down. And, uh, you know, I think that's kind of what you both addressed. You know, you addressed it from Nathan's point. God sends people to us. Part of being good friends is how many times have we each called each other out on either hypocritical things or sin issues or come crying to the other one. Your dad died rich. My dad just died. I know your parents aren't in phenomenal health, or at least yeah, your dad. dad you know, with cancer. Yeah, so. your grandparents. I mean, you know, we're, we're here through thick and thin, <laughs> right? And we yep. not, may not be there every moment, but we can phone call. And, um, you know, I think I think that's the bottom line thing. You know, Rich, I remember you and I in high school being good old homeschool kids. And, uh, you know, Chad, you're going to public school, and so you couldn't do this. But we'd get on the old phones, and as soon as my mom would leave the room, I'd call Richard, and we'd talk on the phone for an hour, pretending to be doing schoolwork. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but the reality is, at the end of the day, um, we walk by faith, not by sight, right? Yep. And so, you know, I never know. Every time I leave, this could be the last time I see you guys. I hope not, for a variety of reasons. But if it is, um, I can say, by God's grace, you know, he gave me great friends. And the reality is what holds us together is what ultimately is, is Christ, right? You know, um, we, we have ups and downs. Uh, we're sinners saved by grace, but we're friends. And we're friends because of what God did in our lives. And I think that's a great thing. So, yep. so I want to say thank you to you guys for letting me converse with you. And uh, uh, Richard's got a YouTube channel. Uh, say it again, Richard. The Rook Voice. The Rook Voice, as in R-O-O-K. It's, it's not something that I've been posting stuff to. No, lately, but you post but... about once a year, twice a year, yeah, something like something that. Like you know, and I don't, Do you have any YouTube chat at all? Nope. Okay. So and this is pretty much all I do. Um, so if you enjoy it please share it and I would just encourage you 
he who is friendly will find friends. And I hope that you are blessed in your life to find friends as I have. I appreciate these guys and their families and giving me some time today. Um, so, you guys want to say anything else? Final thoughts? Final thought is, push comes to shove. We've always been there for each other. And I know you can call me up at 3 o'clock in the morning. And if it's something urgent, I know if it's like, hey, mom passed away or wife passed away, I will come running whenever I need to do. Mm-hmm. I know you guys will both do the same thing for me if I ever need that. And you betcha. I'm grateful to have friends like that. Amen. Yeah. Rich, anything else? Just amen? Loyalty and shenanigans. There you go. Maybe that'll be the title of the book, huh? <laughs> All right. Well, for Northeast by Midwest, my from name... From the Midwest. From the Midwest. So let's re- reset that one. For Northeast, from the Midwest... My name is Jonathan Jones. This is Chad and Richard. Have a great day and God bless.